Welcome to the Shallow Dive on Koheles, the book of Ecclesiastes. Join us as we explore the treasures gathered by King Solomon. I hope you enjoy it. Perktes Pasake Kihachai Miodim Sheamusu, for the living know that they shall die. And the dead don't know anything. And they have no future reward. For their memory is forgotten. Let's see Targum. Arum Tzadikaya Yodin. For the righteous know. Targum identifies the living. For the living know. As for the righteous know. De'ein Yehovun asidin lemehevin lemehevehon that the guilty will not be chashivin k'mesayo la'amal da'asi they will be considered like dead in the world to come. Begin Cain on account of this natrin orchehon they guard their path Velo chayvin, and do not incur guilt. Ve'ein yechovun saivin b'sivusa. In contrast, the guilt, the guilty, do not return into shuva. They don't repent. Ve'chayovaya lesehon yadin, and the guilty don't know mideam tov. Anything good, aldelo otivu ovadeon. For they don't make their ways good. They don't better themselves. They don't shift to do good. Bechayehun, in their lives. Vilesehon yodin mida'am tav And they will not know anything good in the world to come. Vileslehon agar tav. And they don't have a good reward. Bosar mosehon, after their death. Arum. Isneshe, for their memory, well, Isneshe, for shall be forgotten. Dochronehon, their memory, so their remembrance will be forgotten. Mibineid Sadikaya, from the sons of the righteous. So, the summary of Targum, in explaining the living who know that they shall die, he explains that the righteous in this world appreciate the dangers of falling into wickedness because the stakes are high. Therefore, they guard themselves and their paths from guilt, from engaging in wickedness. In contrast, the, the dead, meaning the wicked, don't know anything. They don't do teshuva. They don't change their lifestyle to do good, so they're not altering their past, which needs rectification, and they're not changing their future in the short term, in this life, to do good, and they're consuming their reward now, and they will not have a life in the world to come. They will be like the dead in the world to come, and their, mer- their, their memory will be forgotten. Nobody from the sons of the righteous will remember them, which would be a source of merit.
That's the implication. I mean, this is why they don't have a life in the world to come. Which is a fascinating idea that the memory of the wicked within the hearts of the righteous, the sons of the righteous, would be a source of merit for those wicked. The sons of the righteous who see what the wicked did, what happened to the wicked, this is a, a paradigm that the sons of the righteous can use to propel them to do what's right, to do what's good, and to avoid what's evil. You can learn from a teacher what to do. You can learn from a teacher what not to do. And if the wicked can be a paradigm of what not to do, then that also brings them merit. Nonetheless, they get a very short residual gain from that because their memory is forgotten from the sons of the righteous. So they get a, a little bit of a residual gain, but in the longer term, in the world to come, once their memory is forgotten from the sons of the righteous, their memory will not be an impetus for good. Their memory will be forgotten. So they'll be left without merit. The idea of somebody who's engaging in wickedness and yet having a merit is, is a fascinating idea. The Kedushas Levi talks about it. He says, why is it that the Exodus, this great revelation of God's mastery over the universe, over precise details, why is it that this took place on Egyptian soil with the Egyptian nation? What was their great merit? Although they are not the protagonists of the story, what do they do to merit being the vehicle to portray godliness, the qualities of the divine, to us for posterity? They must have had a tremendous merit. It's not that their memory was forgotten. We speak about Pharaoh hardening his heart every year. This is not forgotten. We have a tremendous Kiddush Hashem, Gilui, a sanctification of the divine name, a revelation through the story of the Exodus, including the stubbornness and the wickedness and the retribution, all the facets of how God brought out the Jewish people from Egypt, and he says they did have a merit. They do have a merit, and they did have a merit to deserve this most amazing and awesome role, in spite of being, unfortunately for them, on the wrong side of, of God, if you will. Fighting against God is not a good idea. But it brought out something that was meritorious for the Egyptians, Caduceus Levy says, it's rooted in the, the initial act of kindness. When Paro invited the Jewish people to come to Egypt, there was a famine. They had animals that needed pasture. They didn't have 
And Paro said, come to Egypt. Stay in Goshen. Be my guest. This great act of kindness was the source of that merit. Because of that, they merited this eternal role by supporting and welcoming the Jewish people in the embryonic stage. Before we were a nation, because of that kindness, they merited to be an actor, to have a role of Kiddush Hashem throughout history. And in fact, we are commanded not to turn away the Egyptian in, in terms of in, in a potential ability to integrate into the Jewish people in spite of all of the terrible things they did against the Jewish people through the bitter slavery. We do not reject that initial kindness. There's a degree of hesitation, but we are particularly warned to be accepting of the Egyptian convert. And they have that right to, to join us, even if it's slowly, but they have that right in recognition of the kindness that they did. So because of that kindness, they merited that their memory shall not be forgotten from the sons of the righteous. And that is an eternal merit for the Egyptians. This, this verse, Targum is explaining, is talking about your run-of-the-mill, regular, wicked person that doesn't have that merit. So, in the longer term, his memory is totally faded. It will be, his, his memory will rot. Let's see Rashi. Ki yodim shiamusu, for the living know that they shall die. Rashi learns that it means not the righteous, like Targum, choose life, choose good. Rashi learns that it means the living, and the living who know that death is on the horizon. Perhaps they will bring back to their heart Yom HaMisa, the day of death, and they will use that as a catalyst to mend their ways, to return to God. But from the point of death, there is no possibility of correction. The person's life is completed. They're no longer within the realm of change, of development, of tshuva. Ve'ein od lehem sachar, and they have no further reward. The living who know they will die are girded by a sense of urgency that leads them to the possibility of change. But there is no change, no activity from the point of death and beyond. But one who toils on Friday will be able to eat on Shabbos. The need to work is now. The opportunity to work is now. Once a person becomes nifter, absolved of any responsibilities, they have no further opportunities to change, to do anything good, 
they're now at the point of reaping the results of whatever they planted in their life.